You know what I'm saying? Like you you weren't thinking about that when you was clapping cheeks. Nope. Now all of a sudden you're talking about you can't stand your baby mama, you dislike your baby moms, whatever. Like your baby moms is crazy. Why did you sleep with her then? Because she wasn't crazy then. She was a good crazy. (laughs) (laughs) She's good crazy then. (laughs) Hey. Impact. Impact. My hustle is intact. In fact, my hustle is intact. In fact, my hustle is intact. My muscle tough is the hustle. The numbers is just that. <laughs> and I'ma keep winning and sit back. I love the feeling of killing them with that. Attacking the process, tackling topics, master synopsis. That's the residual impact. Yeah. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is your man, Brandon Geo, And your man, Michael Moore. And, and we, we are, are the Residual, Residual Impact, Impact Podcast. Podcast. Here we inspire others to find the greatness within themselves. And then apply to the community. Let's grow. Yes, brother. We are back, son. Yes, sir. How long has it been? She, 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 she. You know, a good time, but not a long time. <laughs> Some would say it's too long. Some would say it's not long enough. So it all depends. Hey, but check this out, though. We've been keeping the people fed with some content. We have. We have, man. For those of y'all who are tapped in, we know this episode is not going to drop until sometime in April. However, we haven't uh, recorded an episode <laughs> since February. Bruh. The end of February. And right now it is the end of March. So we haven't... I mean, we've seen each other in, in the meantime, but mm-hmm. we haven't sat down to record an episode in a month. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. It's just because we were going so crazy, you know, in the beginning. We we, we had a couple back-to-backs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we did. I mean, I love it because it, it, it definitely gives us time to, like, you know, it gives us room to just edit or, you know, if we need to, like, hey, man, I'm just, I need to take a day off. And not really even taking a day off, but we still have, uh, like you said, we still got content that we yeah. can put up. So I like it. I mean, it, it definitely allows more room. It's just about putting that work in on the front end <laughs> to make the the back-to-backs. But other than that, I think it's cool, bro. I think it's cool. I've learned that a lot of other podcasts do that. And um, they're still able to put out content, you know, weekly. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it certainly helps. I mean, it gives them time to rest and rejuvenate. But mm-hmm. like in that first day, that initial day where they're shooting multiple episodes in a day, mm-hmm. That's where the work comes in. That's where the majority of the work comes in. And What's of course, that? they have a team behind them, so their team will be the ones who edit the clips and stuff like that. Yeah, we're not there yet. I think, yeah, I think I think that's why it just seems like for a lot for us. So it's like we go to work, we get off from work, go record Bruh. two, and then have to go back and then edit it. So it's yeah. just like, but that's okay. Like this is this is something that's gonna make us appreciate in the long run. Like okay, you know we we put in the legwork. And now it just makes us more appreciative of it. Most definitely, man. Uh, so with that being said, brother, how was your week? Or rather, how was your month? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't think I talked about it since I came back. You know, uh, you know, I went on a little small vacation. Um, the vacation was amazing. I got to say, uh, B, I'm, I'm sorry uh, we couldn't get you on this one. But I know, man. Last minute. Last minute things fell through and I wasn't able to make it. Otherwise, man, I, I would have loved to go. I already know, man. would have loved to have gone. Oh, but don't worry. Another one's going to be in the works. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because uh, a vacation is needed. That's all I just realized, man. I, I, I just took a step back and I didn't think about nothing dealing with work. It was just, yo, 
every day I just want to enjoy the day. Mm-hmm. That, that was that was my only focus, bro. Uh, some people say I became an influencer uh, for that for the couple of days I was gone on on the <laughs> on the gram. So I was going heavy, like yo, I, that's actually kind of true because I haven't <laughs> I don't see you post much bro, at all. Not like that, bro. When you was away, man, I was like, yo, those views are nice, like, bro, like very calming. Man, I wish I was there to see it in person, kind of oh, thing. You know what it taught me too, bro? It's like you know all this work that we put in on the front end, just working hard day to day. I didn't spare no expense on myself. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, dude, I was so grateful for it. Like, the money was the last thing I was thinking about. Like, I mean, yeah, I spent a lot, and uh, some of it I'm still having to pay for to this day. But it was like, for that experience, bro, that money just, it paled in comparison to what I got. Of course. So it's just like, dude, if you work hard, um, you know, spend some money on yourself. Um, I think I heard it from Steve Harvey. He was like, you know, when you get some money, like try out first class for once in your life. And it, it just, it does something for you. And you know, that's what I did for me. I, I, I spent a lot of money on a room that I never would have done probably in any other circumstance. So for me, it was just like, it felt good to, to really treat myself. So yeah, man. Uh, all, other than that, man, the month was great. Uh, you know, now it's back to the grind. It's just been back to the hustle. It's, uh, you know, just uh, being grateful for what I got and, and uh, just continuing to grow. That's what's up. Yeah, man. What about you? Well, uh, for starters, we have been working hard. So you, of course, know that I have been spending some money on myself. Yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we talked about that before the camera was cut on, but, you know, it's, it's, it's well needed. Yeah. Building up some rewards points, getting uh, some cash back, definitely. For sure, for sure. Spending money on myself. But uh, yeah, man. Um, other than that, yo, like I went to another live podcast show. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, podcasts, they're actually on tour right now. As of this recording, they're still on tour, I believe. And um, I know the last time I told you I went to a live show in February, you said you were going to be at the next one with me. But mm-hmm. this one was kind of like, very last minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very last minute. I wasn't even planning on going mm-hmm. until actually, you know, I met one of the hosts of the show in person the day before the live show in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So it was it was crazy. Uh, first and foremost, shout out to See The Thing Is Pod, um, Bridget Kelly and Mandy B. Uh, again, like I said, I met Mandy B the day before yeah. in Atlantic Station, right? The live show was on a Friday. Okay. And I just happened to be in Atlantic Station uh, the day before and... You know, I was just, I was there in the evening, right? I was, I had the, the rest of the day off work. Like I had worked in the morning, had the rest of the day off. And I'm just like, you know what? Let me just go kill some time. You know, I was going to, you know, meet up and go to the movies with someone. And then ironically, I'm pulling into the parking deck in Atlantic Station, listening to see the thing is podcast. Like I'm listening to their show. Mm-hmm. So of course I'm like, you know, the voices are fresh in my head, fresh in my mind. And I'm just walking in Atlantic Station out of nowhere, I hear this voice. I'm like, I know that ain't who I think it is. Like, first things first, I knew she was going to be in town mm-hmm. because she said, you know, that they were going to do the live show. The live show in Atlanta was on a certain date. I think it was March 17th. Mm-hmm. And when I first heard that, when I was listening to the podcast, I'm like, oh, well, I'm probably not going to make that. That's tomorrow. Like, this is last minute. I'm sure all the tickets are sold out. The seats are gone, whatever. I'm not going. And then I hear her in Atlanta Station. So I walk up to her. I talk to her. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Mandy. Uh, talk to her and her friends that were at the table. I bought them drinks. And we was just chatting for a little bit. She was like, you coming to the show tomorrow? And, like, I, I, 
at that point, I was just like, you know what? I'll, I'll pull up. I'll pop up. Yeah. But it was a great experience. You know, I enjoyed myself. Um, again, got to see Mandy again. Got to meet Bridget Kelly. Um, I used to listen to Bridget Kelly's music back when I was in college. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she was signed to Rock Nation. Um, I think she was the first uh, female artist signed to Rock Nation. And um, like I said, I, I used to listen to her in college. Um, shortly after that, she was on Love & Hip Hop New York. Well, uh, I think a season or two. So I remember seeing a few episodes of her. I mean, seeing a few episodes of that show with her in it. And then just to like meet her in person, it was just kind of surreal. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I've seen you on TV. I've seen your music yeah. videos when I, I was younger. And then when I told her that, she was like, wow, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's just like um, it was cool. It was cool, you know, meeting the both of them, getting to take pictures with the both of them and chat. Um and like I said, you know, when I went to the last live show, man, it was just meeting, you know, cool people, um, getting to take notes and get into network and plug our show, of course, you know, gotcha, talk man. to different people, be like, hey, you know, I got a podcast too. You know, if you're into podcasts, which I'm sure you are because you're here at a right. podcast live show, check us out. So yeah, that definitely got us some new subscribers that night, you know, Appreciate some new Instagram followers, TikTok followers, the whole nine. So Amen. shout out to each and every single one of you guys who I met that night. Um, one one young lady who I met actually she she graduated from uh, FESU. Ah shoot! And I talked to her, and she told me that and I was like, "Oh, my co-host went to FESU," huh. and she was like, "For real?" I said, "Yeah." So she was like, "Just off of that, I'm gonna follow you now. I'm, I I gotta <laughs> check y'all out." <laughs> alumni in the street, even I ain't really alumni, <laughs> but it's all good. <laughs> and uh, she supposedly follows Alex on Instagram, so I think she knows Alexander. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, I, I could definitely believe she know Alex. Alex seemed like he plugged in uh, FESU for real. Yeah. So that is dope, man. Yeah, man. So, yeah, that was a great experience. And um, I'm definitely looking forward to the next podcast event. Of course, you and I, you know, in a few weeks after, you know, this episode airs, mm -hmm. we'll be going to the uh, Black Effect podcast um, festival. Yeah. So I think that's pretty big. Shout out to Charlemagne the God and iHeartRadio. You and I got our tickets weeks ago, so we're just, we're ready to go. We're excited to go. We're excited to, you know, take a look at a lot of these uh, podcasts and possibly meet a bunch of the hosts. Mm -hmm. um, Mandy B, again, of course, is, is going to be there with her other podcast, Horrible Decisions. So mm -hmm. hopefully I get to chat with her like, hey, remember me? She probably won't, but who knows? She probably will. You never know. Never know. So, you know, um, yeah, man, I, I, just, I look forward to it. No, that's dope, bro. I love to... To see, man, like when you be out with the people and stuff like that, because I know that has a, a definitely a, a impact that like it comes right back to the channel or yeah. whether it be like some information, some knowledge they may give you or you know what I mean? Like those things definitely play a role as far as getting us to what we're trying to get to. So yeah, that's dope, man. I, I, I'm i excited to be in the building for the next one. I think the next one is for real. Be dope, I man. think that one is going to be amazing, especially with the both of us being there to actually represent. Yeah. The business together, represent the podcast together, and we're gonna be around some. I think this is gonna be the biggest event that we we will be around the people with like some of the biggest names. Like, yeah, I think so. Like, I know eighty five South is gonna be there. Horrible decisions gonna be there. CT the guy. I mean, yeah, come on now. Just hilarious is gonna be there. Got a lot hosting of, it. Got a lot of names. Got a lot of. Got a, a lot of money gonna be in the building. <laughs> a lot of money gonna be there. <laughs> hey, maybe we might be next up on the Black Effect Network. Who hey, knows? Hey, who knows, man? I definitely take a, a contract if they talking. You know, they talking that talk. So we'll see, man. It's just little stuff like this that it's like the stepping stone. Yeah, yeah. 
and we already have a catalog. So it's not like, you know, we just started and we have nothing to present to anybody if they, you know, want to take a listen to us. Damn, B, you said that. You said we got a catalog. We got a catalog. Bro, that's crazy. Wow. We By that point, I mean, I mean, when this episode drops, this is most likely going to be, what, 56? So, so we'll be close enough to 60. You want to go ahead and sell the Masters now? No. All right, cool. We're going to hold on to the Masters, y'all. Bruh. <laughs> As of right now, we own everything. We own the Masters, you know. We got we, we to talk to, you know, <laughs> the money in the room first. We got to see what Facts. it is that they're offering. Facts. That's dope, man. That's dope, man. We got a catalog, bro. That's hard. I like that. And um, I'm looking forward to that event. And yeah, man, um, that was just actually the, the tip of the month, you know, the start of the month. I'm I'm not going to go into how the whole month was, of course, mm-hmm. you know, um, just want to keep this as short as possible. But let's just say shortly after the uh, See the Thing Is podcast event, um, I actually got a wake up call. From somebody who I've been kicking it with recently, I pretty much like had an epiphany. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Something that was said to me pretty much woke me up. And I didn't even think about it like that. And I'm not going to say what exactly was said, but let's just say it kind of put me into a different headspace. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean like, although I have been focused on. The podcast, I have been focused on my nine to five and I've been working on just being a better me, working into uh, the man who I'm supposed to be, working to become the man who I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I've still been kind of taking my time out here and there to go on dates, you know, sometimes meet new women, which, by the way, I didn't bring this up. But um, at the See The Thing Is live show, I did meet a beautiful woman, beautiful woman, started talking. to her. I had to talk to her. Had to. Had to. Come to find out, she, she was married. Bruh. <laughs> I had no idea. And even when we were having conversation, we were talking about each other's outfits because the theme of the podcast live show was uh, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So she was dressed in FUBU. And before the event, like, I was going to buy some FUBU gear. But the thing is, like, because it was so last minute for me, I didn't really know where to look. Like I was gonna probably hit up a thrift store. Yeah. But I I didn't really have the time. So I decided to wear a Dickie shirt. I had a t-shirt underneath. Mm-hmm. I thought about wearing one of my old tall tees, but I sleep in those now. So they're beat up, they're cut up. You know what I'm saying? I just I sleep in them. Right. I mean, I wore the baggiest jeans that I wore and I had uh that I have in my closet, and then I, I wore some Tim's. And I thought about bringing out my flip phone. That chill, I, chill, I still have chill, from high so school, but ain't do it to him. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, we were talking about each other's outfits because I I thought she killed it with the Fubu gear, and she, I guess, thought I was killing it because all she kept telling me was that it's giving. Hey. It's yeah, it's really giving. It's giving. It's it's giving. <laughs> Ladies, comment <laughs> down below, like whatever. Uh, it's giving good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, but I. I don't use that in a sentence, but yeah. I, I I know a lot of women do. So, um, yeah, she kept telling me that my outfit was really giving, and I, I asked her for the gram, and we exchanged grams, and that's when I saw that she was married. Like, I didn't even look at her finger. Oh, that's about to ask you. Did she have a ring? Nah, I didn't look. Like, I'm standing at, like, six feet tall. She's, I would say she's probably, like, 5'2". Okay, okay, yeah. And then, I mean, the room that we were in, it wasn't, like, the most well-lit, but, like, 
when I shook her hand, I shook her right hand. I didn't shake the left hand. So I, I didn't I didn't look at her left hand at all. Yeah. But I was like, dang. Sorry, brother. I know you missed hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Sorry, brother man. But that was a brick. Like it was either a brick or an air ball. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I mean or 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 better yet, it was swatted. Yeah, right? I mean, it was swatted out there. But I get it. No. She wasn't available. Nah. So anyway, I say all of that to say I catch myself reverting back to focusing on women sometimes. Okay. And I know that um, normally, you know, we, we mentioned this before in an episode or two, how we should focus on ourselves mm-hmm. before we even really think about women. Right. And that's something we'll get into a little bit later. But like that wake up call that I had after that event was um, that I still do find myself focusing on women sometimes when I, I don't need to at the moment. Yeah. Because I spent a huge chunk of my twenties doing just that. Like I wanted to find a wife. I've always wanted to have a family. I wanted to find my wife and I thought I had found her at one point and that ended up not working out and we're here. Yeah. You know, everything I went through, I don't regret it. It made me into the man that I am today, but um, I have to constantly remind myself not to fall off track. Yeah. Not to be so distracted, especially because, you know, that's what I preach. I, I, I talk to you guys all the time about de-discipline and, and really not being focused on women when you have a purpose in life or you have a plan in life. You have a career path that you have chosen and you're not where you want to be yet. Mm-hmm. And I know, Mike, you said in a previous episode that that most likely will make you more attractive to women because it's more so like something that they can just see on you automatically. I think as men, it's important that we definitely don't forget about our purpose because I think our purpose is honestly what makes us really attractive. Our purpose is what's going to sustain us. Yeah. You know, relationships are great. You know, we make sure that we should strive for that to be strong. But at the same time, too, you can get lost in a relationship, but your purpose actually takes care of you. You know, a relationship is supposed to take care of you in a certain way. It's supposed to aid you. But your purpose, like, it's like it's meant for you. Like, when you walk in your purpose, like, bro, there's doors that open and things like that that would just make you a better person. And then your relationship's supposed to add to that in some way. But sometimes I think we do get it backwards. Right. And then life has a way of like, okay, hold on now. Let's let's realign. So. I dig that. What you Um, think about it, though? Yeah, man, I wholeheartedly agree. Like. One of the reasons why I haven't been in a relationship in two years is because I'm just, I'm focused. Mm-hmm. And I can't give all of my attention to a woman that I'm with if my attention really needs to go to my purpose. They could sense that with you. Like if, if you're focused, that makes you more attractive. You're goal driven. You're not like sitting at home playing PS5 all day, right. wanting to borrow her car, eating her kids' snacks and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even though some women like that. They ain't gonna like it for very long if they do. I sure hope not, because <laughs> we've all seen Baby Boy. Yeah, and like I remember listening to another podcast, and one of the women on the show, she actually said that growing up watching that movie, she thought that's how life was gonna be. Mm. That's how life was supposed to be, like how you know that that relationship between Jody and Yvette. Mm-hmm. She thought that that was supposed to be relationships right. as an adult. You know, him borrowing her car. Dropping her off at work. Yeah. Afterwards, going to, to mess with another woman. Yeah. Uh, you know, stuff like that. So Savage. Yeah. <laughs> In her car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's just disrespectful. But, um, yeah, man, uh, I, I don't want any of us to really end up like that. I right. think we, as a people, have seen enough of that. 
And even to the point to when I was a kid, man, I thought that that could be what life was like because that movie came out, I think, when I was in seventh grade. Mm. And I wasn't supposed to watch it at that time, but I snuck and watched it anyway. Mm. Just like The Wood, I wasn't yeah. supposed to watch that, but I remember my mom rented it from Blockbuster when I was a kid. I think I was in like fifth grade when that came out. Rented, she rented it from Blockbuster. When she was at work, I snuck, uh, got, the, got the VHS. Like, mm. that's what she rented I watched it, and I had to make sure when I was done watching it, I had to rewind. Yep, gotta rewind. I rewound it back to the same spot she left it at. Yeah, man. You so she didn't know it was over. Yep, yep. (laughs) I made sure I did that. That's funny, bro. So if she's listening to this today, I know she doesn't care. I mean, I have the DVD now. Like I'm, I'm an adult. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure she knew that I used to sneak and watch some of the movies that she rented back then. She probably does. Parents know everything for some strange reason. They figure it out. They definitely figure it out. I think we all had those couple movies that we shouldn't have been watching that we we definitely watched. You know, mine was Friday, so ah, definitely had no business watching that. That is true. So, but no, nah, I, I agree with you. And the, and just to you know to go on your point as far as like getting distracted, like how you said, uh, it's tough at times, bro. I think that us as men, we're just wired. We're such visual creatures, so it's just like women are just beautiful. They naturally yeah. have a beauty about them that is just. It's attractive, and sometimes it's like, man, it's, it's it's easier said than done. But I feel you, bro. I catch myself at times looking like, dang, all right, I gotta chill. Right? <laughs> all right, let me focus back up. Lord have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. But there's just some beautiful women out there, and I, I don't, I don't think it's nothing wrong with that. I think that you, but like you say, you have to have some type of discipline. You have to have, like. If you if you find yourself like man, every time you see a woman, I gotta go talk to her, and then like you just completely forget about what you gotta be doing, then yeah, you might have a problem, bro. That's why like anytime when you and I together, and I call it out, like if I see a beautiful woman, like mm-hmm. I'll say something, but I won't say something to her. Yeah, like remember when when you bought the Apple Watch for me, and we mm-hmm. met up in that parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Shorty drove by in a Mercedes. Yes, she was gorgeous. You asked me if I was gonna go talk to her. What'd I say? Nah. Exactly. <laughs> I can look all day, yeah. but I, I know that I, I can't, like, I'm not in a position right now to start anything serious with anybody. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't. I feel that. And that had to come with discipline, yo. Like, I wasn't always like that. Yeah. Even with Shorty that I talk about all the time, like, even though she, at this point, is forbidden fruit, mm-hmm. she's just so fine. I just. God, you know, ain't no wrong with that. That's how God made him. That is true. He made him like that. And he made us the way, he made us to the point where we he knew we were going to like them a lot. Yeah. So I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I got to, I got to like, I got to chill. You know what I'm saying? I had to hold myself back. Yeah. But I mean, that's good that you can even realize, oh man, I'm, I might need to chill. I need to, I need to refocus up. So yeah. some people don't even try to do that. Some people are like, yo, I see it. I want it. I got to go get it. And You know, so it could you have a more of a uh, control about yourself. I think that 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 makes you more powerful in that sense. And that is true. Um, unlike this story that I actually included in here, um, wanted to talk about it a little bit later. But okay. since we're here, might as well, right? What's up? So there's a video that went viral weeks ago, as of this recording. But of course, since we haven't been in here in a month to to actually speak on it, I wanted to bring it up today. What's that? This video of a gentleman sitting in his car talking about how he had seven kids with seven different women. Exactly. So, uh, I don't know if you've seen that video, but um, 
Yeah, for those of y'all who haven't seen it, I'm, I'm sure by this point a lot of you have, but for those of y'all who haven't, go ahead and check this out. Seven kids and seven baby mamas. Now, for the past few days, I've been going live, telling my story, speaking my truth. And a lot of women having an issue calling me a deadbeat because I tell them I was being irresponsible, yet not wearing protection. But I always tell uh, these women that I got pregnant that I do not want to be a father to these children. And I offer to pay for the abortion. Majority of times, they'll either take the abortion or they'll take a plan B. But only these seven have kept these children. But the crazy thing about it is they want me to be responsible for some children I told them I did not want. So for some years now, some of them been trying to get in contact with me. Access denied. Because I, I don't really know why you're trying to get in contact with me. I didn't told you I did not want them kids. So don't expect me to be responsible financially, emotional, spiritually, mentally, or physically with some kids I do not want. And I don't give a when nobody think about it, you're not going to force children up on me. Yeah, we both made the decision to lay down and have intercourse. We both was irresponsible about the decisions we made that night. Yeah, I could have pulled out, but I didn't. And I ain't care to pull out because I'm not the one that's going to have to carry a baby for nine months. It's the woman. In my opinion, women should be more careful on who they sleep with. Because you're going to be like one of my baby mamas trying to find me so I can financially support a kid I didn't told her or them I did not want. Another thing is these just jump offs. These are the type of women that I ain't even had to do nothing for. The bare minimum, but they gave me access to their body and they think I want to be a, a father to a child for one of them. Wait, I don't even have no type of love for these women. How do they expect me to love these children? Before y'all say, oh, he irresponsible, he a deadbeat, he don't take accountability. Yeah, I do. I just don't give a f You ain't gonna force these children on me when I told you I ain't want them. Yeah, I can offer to a pay for abortion, but at what point can I force a woman to go get an abortion? I cannot. A woman say, my body, my choice, but I say, it's my life, my choice. Before y'all try to stitch this and be like, black man this, black man that, I don't give a I really don't. So, Mike, man, you heard what he had to say. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Well, first, let me just put a disclaimer out. This brother does not represent all brothers, okay? That is uh, a fact. So, let, let's just put that out there first. <laughs> uh, I do, I will say this. He was honest about saying I did not want the kids. Now. Does it make it right? Of course not. Brother, like, you lay down, you had sex, um, you didn't pull out, y'all two made a baby together. Hey, there's a responsibility behind that. Like, hey, listen, I mean, that's just that's just what it is. It's And it's sad because it's like, he's being, to me, he's being selfish. I, I get him when he said he was telling, being honest with the girl that he didn't want the kid, but y'all had the kid. And now this kid has to, he has to deal with the lack of of a father figure in his life because of you know your decision and um it like it's on both parties um but i mean it's just unfortunate because I, I feel like the kid it gets the short end of the stick and uh you know i mean it's he's giving brothers a bad name but i i, I can somewhat understand what he's saying because he he was honest about how he did not want the kid. Mm -hmm. 
but you still made the decision to lay down. So I don't, I don't really know. I just think it's unfortunate for the children. Ultimately. Yeah, that's that's who suffers the most in this case. Um, and I will say that he made a lot of valid points. Well, maybe not to say a lot. Uh, he definitely made some valid points in that video. Number one, he was upfront and honest. And he said most of the women who he slept with have taken the money to get rid of the child or mm-hmm. have, you know, taken a plan B afterwards. Right. He also said that he believes that the onus when it comes to stuff like that or just, just comes to laying down with a certain man is on the women. Mm-hmm. I agree with that to an extent. Of course, on this show, we talk about practice and deed discipline to the fellas. Majority of our listeners are males. Right. Shout out to the 20% of women who do tap into the podcast. We greatly appreciate you. We love y'all. We definitely do. Um, but for the 80% of men who are listening to us, young men who are listening to us, again, this brother does not represent all of us as we, sure, as we are sure that he doesn't represent you who tap into the show. However, we bring stuff up like this to talk about de-discipline all the time. Like the one time we talked about a brother who had like at least 14 kids with 14 or more different women. Mm-hmm. Um, however many months ago that was that we discussed it, I mean, it, it happens more than we know. Mm-hmm. It's just some of these guys are vocal enough to say it on camera, yeah. you know, but what about those who don't say it on camera? This happens more often than not. But again, back to my point to where he said that um, the onus is mostly on the women to choose who it is that they sleep with. Women do have access to sex. We can't lay down with a woman if she doesn't allow us to. Mm-hmm. There have been times where I've, you know, did what I had to do. You know what I'm saying? I put it down. Stop the cap. That's besides the point. Mm-hmm. There are times when I have gotten with a woman and before anything popped off, the question of a rubber being introduced was brought up. I knew that I had one, but she didn't know that I had one. She would always ask. And if I didn't have one, which was like rare that that happened, but if I didn't have one, it wasn't going down. There was one time where a woman actually said, no, nah, we're not doing this because you don't have one. Cause it was just, it was random. Like it was somebody I knew, of course, I wasn't like a one night stand or anything. It was random that it happened. Like we were just in the mood. You know what I'm saying? We had known each other for some time. We were in the mood and it was about to pop off. I wasn't prepared. So she was like, no, we're not doing this because you don't have a rubber. Boom. That, as she was supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? That's how it's supposed to happen. I don't know how the seven women that he got pregnant allowed him to go inside them raw without just shutting it down from the jump. You know what I'm saying? Like, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. They should have said no. Mm-hmm. If they knew he wasn't, you know, going to strap up, they should have said no. I'm sure he's had that conversation with them beforehand. Hopefully. Or even if he didn't, if they notice that he doesn't have one on, and, and most likely what happens, at least from my experience, I can't speak for everybody, but from my experience, if I've laid down with a woman, she knows I have a rubber on. Like if she doesn't see me put it on, she'll feel it. And I'm not just talking about down there. She'll, she'll grab it in her hand. Like she'll feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure that it's there. Or she'll look. You know what I'm saying? So 
we as the people have to do better. Number one, of course, guys, we have to do better with de-discipline. We can't just go out there and sleep with anybody we want to just because they're attractive, just because we think they're fine, just because we want what they have. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going to potentially have a life-changing event off of 15 to 20, 30, 40 minutes, if that, a pleasure. Yeah. It's not worth it, man. And you are connected with that person for life. Yes, sir. Because you could potentially have a child with them. Once you have that child or once, you know, she has that child, you're, you're supposed to be, like, you have a, a, an eternal bond with that person. You know what I'm saying? As long as that baby is alive, you're connected. I think you just got to, we got to do a better job. Like, as you say, it's the vetting. It's the vetting aspect of it. So it's like, man, on the on the male and the female part, bro, we got to make sure that you're getting to know these people before you even lay down with them. Yeah. Um, I think one, if you really know who somebody is and their character, I mean, clearly to me, this guy, he's showing you who he is. And I'm pretty sure some of these females, they seem like, I don't know about this guy, but, you know, they still made the decision uh, to lay down with him and... Uh, it's, I don't know, bro. It's it's just like I said. It's unfortunate for the kids, man. Yeah. That's, that's that's the biggest part that I'm thinking about. And it's like, it's just now we have a thing where some more kids has to grow up without a father figure. Hopefully, they can find a father figure in their life. But you know what I mean? It's just that that has a very adverse effect on the child's life later on down the line. So, a question. So, because I want to address the the comment. So you have seven. The comment. You have seven baby moms and seven kids? Hey, man, them kids, hey, I said, hey, I told them not to have the kids, so I, I don't feel liable for them, you feel me? I, Wait, what? You know what I'm saying? I told them not to have the kids. You have seven all kids? All seven? All seven of I them? I told them not to have the kids, so technically I have kids, but in actuality, I don't. <laughs> I'm so lost right now. He said because he didn't agree. We've had yeah. like, like, like I say, I say this though, I say this, man. Like, I couldn't force them women to have a kid or get rid of it, right? Yeah. How you gonna force me to be a father when I don't want to be? Well, how about you protect yourself and make sure you use a condom? And or how about you don't have sex look, at all? Whichever. Look, look. That that that's true. That's true. I understand that. But look, shit happened. But guess what? They got they got. Plan B and they got uh, abortions, and if they didn't take that shit, that ain't my fault. Especially when I offered it. So I try to rectify the situation and get rid of the motherfuckers. You feel me? Try to I try to rectify it and get rid of them. They didn't want to do it because they know I got a little money. I got a little motion. You feel me? Probably gave them more orgasms than they ever had in their life. So they try to keep a nigga around with a baby, and I'm like, that that ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. So do you, you don't take care of any of the kids? I, I can't take care of no kids I did not want. What? Facts. So you have seven kids? Technically. And you don't take care of them? No. I'm not, I'm not taking care of no kids I don't want. But so you made that bed, you though. On having sex and protected them? I try, look, I, try to, I try to clean the bed up, but they ain't take, they ain't take the plan B. They ain't take the abortion. After that, that's all my hands. No, it is in your hands because you're them raw. So it is in hey, your hands. At, at, they should have told me to put a condom on. 
You are a grown ass man. <laughs> they should have told me, look, look, I'm a grown ass, I was a grown ass irresponsible man. So if you ain't gonna tell me to put a condom on, I'm not. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. I don't know, bro. And again, he doesn't represent all brothers. Nah. Now, I can't see myself just going out there and just hitting anything that walks. You know what right. I'm saying? Especially with me preaching this to y'all. Like, I can't talk about de-discipline and I'm out here not being disciplined. You know what I'm saying? I have to have that discipline because I have a goal. I have something to focus on. And where your focus goes, energy flows, man. I can't focus on all the time when I need to focus on these raps. You feel me? Because I got bars. This guy. Bruh. <laughs> this guy. Yo, it's fire when I step in the booth, man. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all heard the silence. <laughs> man, but nah, that's real though. You you're right. Like you say, you can't you can't be out here preaching it and then you're not uh practicing it. So right. I think that I think that's real, man. And I think like you said, B, we just need to do a better job. Ladies and and males, we just need to do a better job of really getting to know people before like we just Ah oh, man, I'm trying to smash, or you know what I'm saying. Like, you gotta vet, man. You have to vet. It's like, but it's tough though because you still have some people that are in the mindset of, oh, she look good, man. Like, I'm trying to hit like that for some reason, bro. That's just that's that's the mentality of some of these young guys because that's the mentality we've had since we were teenagers, man. And a lot of us haven't grown out of that. We haven't matured past that. Yeah, and we don't look around to the rest of the. The community and say wow uh so many of these brothers talk about how they dislike their baby moms but y'all wasn't spitting that when you was in them guts right y'all weren't spitting that when you had her face down tail up you know what i'm saying not the descriptive hey i i could have been more descriptive but tell like it is though you gotta tell it like it is man you know what i'm saying like you you weren't thinking about that when you was clapping cheeks nope now, all of a sudden, you're talking about you can't stand your baby mama, you dislike your baby moms, whatever. Like, your baby moms is crazy. Why did you sleep with her then? Because she wasn't crazy then. She was a good crazy. <laughs> She's good crazy then. <laughs> hey. It's an evil world we live in. Man. But hey, I'm going to keep living. I mean, to put it, to put it simple, yeah. Look. You right. She's saying, look. But no, I think that's just, man, it's, I don't know. We 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 just have to do a lot better. Maybe some of these guys who's doing this too, maybe they, they, they didn't even have the the uh, father figure role to maybe guide them in the, you know, maybe it's just some type of cycle that's going down and it's the trend. Either that or the father figure that they did have in their life was uh, like the Temptation song, Papa Was a Rolling Stone. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, a lot of people in our community can relate to that, to yeah. where their fathers have pretty much just been moving around from woman to woman yeah. and having a whole bunch of kids. They got multiple baby moms. Yeah. I mean, I think the best thing to do, one thing we can't do, I think, is what we're doing now is, like you said, just making people aware of yeah. it, you know, so that you don't put yourself in a situation. Because, I, I, like, look, I, see, I hear y'all, you know, what this dude is saying, and he's making it seem like, uh, you know, f that, and I don't give a f. But oh, best believe his life right now. He's he's having to deal with some stuff. Best believe, like it ain't just oh, I don't care, I don't care. They trying to reach out to me, denied. Nah, <laughs> bro, they can find you. 
I promise you, they can find you. If they can't find you, I'm sure the government will. Listen. Because when they want to get that check, when they're trying to put you in court, listen, somebody's going to serve you a subpoena. Now, I don't know if they're able to garnish your wages like the IRS can do, but, like, listen, he ain't just getting away scot-free. I think I think they can. See? Like, yeah, who wants that, though? Like, this Like, I've, I've heard stories, like, on the news. There's some dudes out there who are paying child support for kids who weren't even theirs. So, you know what I'm saying? One report, actually, uh, this dude talked about how he was... Uh, he had to pay child support, court ordered. He had to pay court ordered child support for a child that wasn't his. And how he knew the kid wasn't even his, he never even slept with the mom. <laughs> wow. Never even slept with a woman. But um, for some for some strange reason, I guess, I think um, when she was interviewed for the news report, I think she said she put his name down as the father. Oh, wow. And that made him dad by default, and he had to pay. It's happening to men across Michigan. They are being forced to pay child support as dads by default. Doesn't matter if the men can prove the children are not theirs. Michigan law makes them pay anyway. But tonight, 7 Action News reporter Kim Russell tells us that may be about to change. Most people think you either have to adopt or conceive a baby to become legally responsible for a child. Under Michigan law, that is simply not how it works. I was the father by default. These four men came to the 7 Action News studios to raise awareness. You could become dad by default. There are a couple ways it happens. Pastor Edward Mack says his previous wife had three children. He loved them as his own. Then he realized two of them were not biologically his. You must have been so yeah. heartbroken. Damn, it was a hurting thing. I don't even really want to talk about it because it brings tears to my eyes. Sorry for getting terrorized. Pastor Max says the betrayal led to divorce. He was shocked when the judge told him because he was married, he became dad by default. He had to pay support for another man's children. Let her pay for him. Let her get the man she laid down with to pay for him. He goes free. I never even slept with her. I got a lawsuit when I was young and she basically just said, that's the money I'm gonna get, and she got it. Reginald Whitlow, Anthony Sims, and Carnell Alexander have similar stories. They say women named them out of nowhere. In 2014, 7 Action News told Carnell's story and found the mother. She said she was told in order to get welfare benefits, she needed to name a father. She knew he wasn't the dad, but wrote down his name anyway. Everything is my fault that I put him through. Do you think that he should have to pay this money? No, he shouldn't have to pay it at all. Then these men missed paternity hearings because they were either sick or did not receive notice. Carnell had proof. He was in prison when a process server claimed he was served at a house in Highland Park. When they didn't show up at court, a judge ruled to them, dads by default. They then missed their chance to challenge it with DNA evidence by the court deadline because they couldn't find the women and children. They wouldn't give me her address because it was confidential. These men all eventually got DNA tests backing their stories. Too late. Oftentimes it doesn't make a difference. Representative Jim Runstead says those DNA tests should make a difference. The Republican from White Lake says he heard the story of Carnell Alexander on 7 Action News and decided to take action. He says this year he hopes to pass legislation that would protect men from being forced to pay for another man's children. Plus women and process servers who lie should face stiff legal consequences. So it's like it's crazy. I hope he got his money back and more. I mean, but but the way that you know, the laws are set up the way that the government is set up, especially when it comes to like child support and and spousal support after a divorce. Like mm -hmm. it's it's always in favor of the woman. 
Nine times out of ten. Not yeah. Nine times out of ten, it's in favor of the woman, Mm -hmm. especially if the guy is making more than she is. Right. And um, I get it. Like the the country was built pretty much for women and children. I understand that men fought in wars to protect women and children. Men built structures and houses and electronics and stuff like that for women and children to make you know society a better place for our wives and our kids. Right. I get it. But yo. When it comes to stuff like like spouse like not even spousal support but like paying for ch- children who aren't even yours because you never slept with the mother yeah that's crazy that's that's ludicrous yeah that's crazy bro that don't make no sense that's evil yeah so in other words I mean that's not the situation here obviously because this dude no. admitted to sleeping with seven women raw yeah not pulling out bro I pull out with rubbers on like I was no facts I ain't taking no chances facts. And to this day, thank God, I'm 34 with no kids. I feel you, bro. So I feel you. I mean, like I said, he, clearly he's showing he don't care. So, but like I said, I mean, you, you you get what you put out at the end of the day. So listen, he's not going off scots free. So I don't want anybody to, to adhere any of the advice that he's given to, you know, people. Only thing I say I will agree with him on is he 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 is honest. Cause I know some people that are having babies, and they they're not really honest about what it is they were doing or something like that. Mm-hmm. They they just saying, oh man, you know, I don't know. They make up something else, but like I do think it's important that you are upfront, but at the same time too, take care of your responsibilities, bro. If if even if you didn't plan on that, bro, if you had a kid, take care of that kid, man. Period. That kid does, should not suffer because of what you did. Right. Sorry, that's unexcusable. Or, or even better, I mean, like, don't sleep with these women if you're not prepared to deal with any consequences. And that's one of the reasons why I, I choose not to run around here and just, you know, lay down with any woman who will allow me to. Because I, yo, I, I've been like this for years, man, like, at least since my early 20s. If I can't see you as being a wife and or the mother of my children, it's not going down. So, you know, learn a lesson from this, ladies and gentlemen. You know, experience is the best teacher, but an even better teacher is someone else's experience. So learn from, from what it is that this guy had to say. Um, fellas, take care of your responsibilities, or better yet, don't make any responsibilities that you're not willing to take care of. Mm. And then ladies, be careful who you choose to let inside your body. Don't care how how good he may look to you. Don't care what type of game he's spitting to you. If you can't see him as a potential husband or or the father to your children, why are you giving him access to your womb, yo? Like, don't allow that man to to get inside you. Real talk. I think you said it, B. But yeah, um, you know, again, I wanted to talk about that a little later because you know we we speak about de discipline often, and I wanted to. Uh, kind of just talk about that in regards to marriage because I mean I know we talked about marriage before in the show um but you know that's something that I I really see value in that's something that I really want for myself in life and um I guess it'll happen when it's supposed to happen you know I'm not rushing out here to find a wife um I, I like I stated before I mean I have a purpose I have a plan I have a career path that I have chosen and I want to stick to that and then once I'm settled in that field you know i'll definitely maybe not even search for a wife i'll attract a wife Mm, like i I would have built myself up to the man who's supposed to have a certain woman yeah 
I, I heard somebody say, uh, they said, basically, you're going to find that right person, but they're going to find you in motion. They're going to find you in motion of your purpose, in motion of the things that you are going after. And they're not, not going to find you uh, when you don't have nothing going for you. I think women are very attracted to, like, when they see you doing something, it's something about a confidence that you have in yourself or a purpose and a plan that you're going after. And, and discipline, too. Yes. So they, they love that. So I think I, I think that was a pretty wise thing. I forgot where I heard it from. But, yeah, he's like, a woman is going to find you in motion. So hey, just think about that, man. Especially if you're single and you want to be in a relationship. Maybe you're not in motion right now. I can agree with that. Yeah, man. You know, I, I can definitely feel that. I can see that. Um, man, that's, that's something that's very important. And, you know, when it comes to purpose – you have to be on your grind, man. You have to be on your on your goal, like especially as a young man. Like if I had a father figure in my life when I was younger, like I've stated before, my grandfather passed away when I was fifteen. My father passed away when I was twenty three. You know, those were my two, you know, father figures, and I didn't have them in my twenties. So, if I had this knowledge that I have now, when it comes to purpose and family and stuff like that, if I had this back then from a man. From an older man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I would have been in a different situation now. But, you know, just I want you younger guys to learn from what it is that I'm telling you. If you're in your early 20s, if you're in your mid 20s, if you're even in your late 20s and you haven't found your purpose in life yet, but, but you're out here chasing women or you're out here thinking about, you know, what it is that you want to do in life. But then at the same time, you know, oh, she's attractive. She's bad. Let me let me go ahead and get it in just because, you know. You know, we're both on the same wavelength. We're both feeling the vibes or whatever. She's going to let me smash, so I'm going to clap. You know what I'm saying? Be careful. Take your time. Don't rush into anything with anybody. Focus on you until the focus is on you. You have way too many people to touch in this world, whether you believe it or not, whether you know it or not. There's so many people that are depending on you to do what it is that you need to do in life before you can even think about settling down. That's just my two cents. Hey, man, ain't nothing wrong with that. So maybe, you know, you might already be married or you might already be in a long-term committed relationship and maybe your, your girl or your wife is, you know, at the point to where she's helping you with your vision. And I wholeheartedly believe in stuff like that, man. Um... Even when, you know, I, I see my vision through, when I when I get to my goals in life, I believe that when I do attract my wife, she's going to help me improve. Mm -hmm. You know, I may think that I'm at 100%, but she may see something in me that I don't see in myself. And she's like, well, maybe if you do this this way, or maybe yeah. you do this that way. And when I thought I was at 100%, I was really at 80. Mm -hmm. And she didn't help bump me up to 90. Facts kind of reminds me of this clip that I saw earlier today. And um, I definitely agree, man. Uh, this gentleman said that his business improved over the course of three years after he got married. And I'm going to just let you listen to what it is that he had to say, because I wholeheartedly believe it. Check this out. 
When I got married, my business grew 278% over three years. If you look at some of the most successful people in the world, they got one girl, dude. Yeah, yeah. They got one, and they got a solid girl. They don't have none of these little Tweety Birds running around. They, they got a solid chick. And the reason they do that is because it creates such a stable place to operate. I know that I've got somebody that's creating a home life for me, a place to relax and rejuvenate You know, my life force. I don't have somebody arguing with me. I don't have somebody calling me, texting me, I'm not doing enough, blah, 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 or trying to juggle three chicks and all that shit. That's fucking work. That's yeah. another full-time job, man. Yeah. When you have like one person really there to support you and help you so that you can focus on the bigger task, you can't put a price on that. So my man said a lot right there in that video. Um, even though it was not even a long clip, like he said a lot. I agree 100%. I think that... Uh First of all, like he said, when you're trying to juggle uh, multiple women, bro, that's <laughs> that's working itself. So. Uh, <laughs> if you've never talked to multiple women at a time or like been with them, like, dude, like, listen, that's you you making it hard on yourself. Yeah, they I know the the industry try to glorify that, but ain't ain't nothing really glorified about that. Honestly, it just it just work. Um, but no, I agree. I think that um, kind of like how you saying like when you when you have one woman, she can kind of see your blind spots. And she allows you to grow in areas that you might not be focusing on. Or she may say, like you say, hey, try this this way. Or, hey, I noticed that you've been doing this a lot. But I think that if you try it in this way, hey, it could be better. Or she could just see, like, little things about you that um, that everyone might not see. And mm -hmm. she might just be like, hey, like, if she's a good woman. She might, hey, like. You know, I notice you, you know, you do this when you do this. I think that this might can work better. And if y'all have that open communication and you're able to, like, really talk things out and you don't you don't get defensive. Hey, why are you telling me this? And you actually could take some constructive criticism. Bro, it's no stopping you. Yeah. I mean, that, that dude, that's a it is a recipe for growth. Two is always better than one. As long as y'all are growing in that same direction. Right. You know, uh, but no, I 100 percent agree with him. I think that if you see any of these successful people behind them, you see a good woman. Now, some of them probably cause them a little stress, but, you know, hey, you got a good one. A little? I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, that's that's with any relationship, man. Um, yeah. You know, I've never been married, but I, I can definitely say that any relationship that I've been in, I've received some gray hairs because of it, and I'm sure I've given gray hairs. Yeah. Because of it, you know what I'm saying? It's it's there's supposed to be a balance in relationships, man. Mm -hmm. Just period, yo. Like there's a there's a there's a sense of duality when it comes to men and women, especially together. It's it's yin and yang. It's they're supposed to complement each other, mm -hmm. and you know, with that complement, wherever it is that he lacks, she's supposed to pick up. Wherever it is that she lacks. He's supposed to pick up. There's supposed to be that sense of balance between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it's supposed to go. And that's not how it's always been in my relationships. I, I will say that. And I guess that's why, you know, I'm single now. You know what I'm saying? Like, just things didn't work out. Yeah. But I want to get to the point to where, even though I know no relationship is perfect, because nobody is perfect, mm. I want to get to the point to where it is as close to my version of perfection is possible. Whatever it is that that means. I just, I just thought about it. So I said it, Yeah. but um, you know, as, as close to that as possible, because I want 
my woman to help elevate me whenever it is that I, I, you know, when I'm slipping, when I'm lacking and, and vice versa, I want to be able to elevate her. I want to be able to give her whatever it is that she needs when it comes to loving her in the way that she wants to be loved. And I hope that she will do the same for me in a way that I want to be loved and, and, you know, support one another and, yeah. and bring each other through hard times and stuff like that, you know? Cause I, <laughs> I said it before and I know Mike, you've gotten on me about it, but yo, the only way out is, is, is how this guy in a box, in a box, it's gang members, keys. <laughs> The only way out of a marriage with me is in a box. Well, ladies, y'all be prepared. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> be aware. That's all I'm saying. But nah, I think I, I agree, man. I think that you should strive to have one woman who can give you all of those things instead of trying to find it in multiple women because it's, it's, it ain't healthy. It ain't healthy. It might be fun for a little bit. Yeah. But it ain't healthy, though. There was a time where I uh, was in high school and I juggled three women. Mm-hmm. Now, I wasn't, like, seriously involved with any of them. Like, nobody had an official title for me. Right. But I remember there was, you know, I was a junior in high school. I was about to move here. And um, I had one girl who, who was pretty much considered my main, right? She was my main chick. Mm-hmm. She was also a junior in my school. And then I was messing with a freshman. Same school. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, okay, there's a third girl who likes me, and I like her too. But instead of like, I was grateful that she wasn't at my school because I probably would have done it mm-hmm. if she was at my school too and had three girls in one school. This that would have been dumb. But she was at a completely, <laughs> she was at a different high school. This guy. And that was work. Yeah, it was, was fun. But I, I was a kid. Like I was, I was, uh, I was 15. So it was fun. Yeah. But boy. Yeah. It's a lot to keep up that's with. That's something that no 15 year old boy <laughs> should be trying to, to keep up juggle. With. Bro, when you really think about it, having one woman is a lot to keep up with. Bruh. <laughs> yes. So trying to have three? Come on. Oh man. my gosh. I, I learned that lesson. Like I after that I never did it again. Never. I think we all gotta get to that point where we like try. Okay. Let me not <laughs> let me not put let me not put that out there. I ain't promoting trying it, but sometimes you don't know until you know. So yeah. I can the reason why I can laugh at that and like I can, you know, give my piece on it is because I can understand that. I've I've been there before. You've so. done it too? Yeah, I've had that. Uh, we, you know, I'm not gonna go back to the time period <laughs> when it was, but just let's just say I had I had enough women to fill up more than one hand at a time. What? I wasn't now. Now let me put this disclaimer out there because I ain't no I ain't no thotty waddy, all right. So before y'all start to think that, but you know, at one time I was I was talking to I was talking to quite a bit of women, and it got to the point where it was too much. Like I would say something to one girl. And forget that I said that to her and I'm going texting somebody else. Oh, shoot, my bad. Wrong person kind of thing. Like, Damn. I had to, like, be, like, on my stuff. Like, yeah, it was just phone stayed going off. I, it just was work, bro. Yo, and I thought that I had a lot to juggle at the Listen, time. Bro. And when I had three, we, did, we had flip phones. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we didn't text. Uh, so I definitely was able to keep my story straight. Okay, so yeah, you was on, the, on a whole nother wave, though. Like, my main chick was my main chick. And... <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if all three of them knew about each other. I knew, I know the freshman knew about my main chick. She knew. The freshman knew what it was, though. She knew that, it, you know, whatever it was between us, that's what it was. It was going to yeah. be nothing more. Yeah. But we were just locked in in that aspect. And then the chick at the other school, I don't, she didn't know about the other two, but we were just having fun. Yeah. But at, we weren't texting 
if we were going to text, we had T9. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's not wow. like, yeah. right. Unless we were, unless we had enough money to, to have a sidekick. Like, those were the only people who were able to, like, really text with a full keyboard mm-hmm. if you had a sidekick. Because Blackberries back then weren't even Mm-mm. anything serious. This was, like, 2004, 2005. So, yeah, if you, the only phone that you could really text full conversations on was a sidekick. And back then, sidekicks were expensive. Right. So, nobody was going to catch me slipping. This guy. This guy. Moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen, is don't do it, okay? That's what we're trying to get at. I know some, some it sounds a little fun, you know what I'm saying? But ooh, we don't promote it, okay? We just want y'all to understand that. Ooh, I was young and dumb, yeah. but you know. That's, that's literally all it was, man. We just, we just young and just dumb. <laughs> just dumb. Man. Yeah, like, again, I have not. I mean, I've I've dated multiple women at once, but like I've I've told them it's like, listen, I'm I'm not like I'm searching for you know a woman to be in a relationship with, but I'm I'm seeing multiple women. You're not the only one I'm seeing right now. If they were cool with it, they were cool with it. If not, hey, see, I wasn't doing that. It's fair enough. I, I was just. I mean, that was when I was in my twenties. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, even th- that's still back then. But when I when I got old enough to realize. Not to be juggling multiple women and not tell them about each other. Yeah. Hey, I mean, that's that's what I was doing. I was being honest. I was being upfront. Like, listen, you're not the only woman I'm talking to right now. I'm just dating. Mm-hmm. I have not found anybody I wanted to be serious with yet, but that's what I'm looking for. Right. If things get more serious between us, I'll drop the others. Right. They knew that. <laughs> that way, you know, I, I, I had an iPhone then. So if I'm texting one <laughs> and I accidentally text the other, like they knew what was up. Man. But I've never done that. Nobody's ever caught me slipping. So I'm grateful. Nah, facts though, man. I'm glad that we can say we learned from this. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like we, that's not us who we are today. It was a learning curve. Man. That needed to happen. I can't say that when I get bread and um I'm still single. I'm not I don't know if that's gonna be me still. This guy. Well, I'm I mean, just I'm if you single, saying. hey, if you single, hey, you got that yeah. bachelor life on you, you can do it, man. I'm not promoting it once again. I'm not promoting it either. I'm not saying that that's what I'm going to do, but I'm, it, if it happens, it I'm not. Now, I'm definitely not going to, you know, knock anybody up. Like, right. unless, again, I don't, I don't lay down with anybody who I don't see as, like, a, a wife. Right. Or, like, you know, my mo- the mother of my kids, but definitely a wife first, most definitely. I, I just, I can't. I feel you. Something in me will not allow me to do that. I just, I don't want to repeat the same cycle that, a lot of other people in our community have committed. Yes, yes, facts, bro, facts. If anything, bro, we're going to make sure that we are a father out here. Like, we we make sure that we're going to take care of the responsibilities. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, I feel you on that, bro. I don't want to have a child and not be married to the mother. I want to find my wife first, then have a kid. Yeah. I can only imagine how many guys have the mindset of the, the dude we talked about earlier with the seven kids by seven different women. Yeah. Our point in bringing all this stuff up, ladies and gentlemen, is that we need to change it. We cannot keep doing the same things over and over and over again and keep you know, thinking that things are going to change or possibly expecting a different result. And there is no different result because we keep doing the same stuff. Why are we doing this to ourselves? And then we wonder why we as a collective cannot advance in life the way that we should. Because we keep doing the same dumb stuff. We have to learn, if not from our past mistakes, learn from other people's mistakes. Learn from other people's experiences. If you see broken homes around you, why would you want to repeat that? I feel the passion in that. 
Because I've seen it, yo. Like I've when I grew up, I've seen an example of love between a, a husband and a wife from my grandparents, but I've also seen examples of broken homes around me. Mm-hmm. And I've vowed not to do the same thing. Like there were times where I've I've laid down with a woman and I've thought to myself, like, again, I mean, I, I've had to picture her as somebody who I can spend my life with before I even did anything. And when I did that, I was like, okay, well, if she were to get pregnant, it would have to be somebody I can see myself marrying. It would, I, I would have to, you know, kind of like try to steer us into that direction. And I get it. Marriage is not for everybody. So I'm not saying that if it's, you know, if it's not for you, like, I, I understand. Like, don't, don't think about having to, to force a marriage if you're not really feeling that person. But in my eyes, it's like, if you're going to give up your body, this goes for men and women because guys, we need to treat our bodies much better than we do now. Yeah. Instead of going out there and, and slinging D to every single woman who's allowing it, you know, to, for us to sling it on them or clap cheeks, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Right. Instead of us going out there and hitting anything that walks willy nilly, we need to learn how to have the discipline first and foremost and then secondly, if you're not going to have that discipline because you're an adult, you choose to do whatever you want to do, even though we advise you heavily to practice discipline first. But if you're not going to be disciplined, strap up, please strap up. Do not create any more broken homes because you just want to have one night of pleasure. We don't need any more of that. I don't care how good it is. And trust me, it'd be good. It'd be good. But there's, there's not an ounce of Katie on this planet that is that good for me to want to father a kid that I'd never wanted in the first place with a woman that I never wanted to have a kid with in the first place. Man, that ain't nothing. But I'm telling you, like, that's that's real game right there, y'all. You don't know until you've been in a situation where it's like, dang, like, I can't deal with this person. Yeah. You know, like, ugh, yeah. But sometimes you don't, you don't know until you know. And I don't hate that, but it's like we hard hit it. And sometimes we, you have to go through a situation in order to come out on the better end. If you can't adhere to this advice, like, right. you know, if somebody hearing this and they, if it don't click with them, sometimes they got to bump their head. And I, I don't, I, I don't want them to. This, this Especially way. not in this case. No, uh-huh. uh, we don't want you to bump your head. But nah, you know, not a brother who done had seven baby mamas. He ain't, he ain't. Clearly, it ain't no bump in his head. He don't. He just don't care. Like that, that. brother, hard head. He like. he don't. He don't care. So, <laughs> but yeah, hard head making for a soft behind. So, but yeah. Anyways, he just yeah. He's a different story. Yeah, yeah. But like B said, y'all like wrap it up, man. Just think before you lay down with these women. Please vet them. Get to know them. Ask ask deep questions. That's one of the things that I've learned. Is like really ask questions. Like be real. Um. I know sometimes we, you know, when you're talking to somebody or whatever, you in the phase of like, you kind of, you just shy around uh, people. But like, you gotta really ask these real questions about getting to know people's character, getting to know what they're about. You know, getting to know their families, like things. It's like not that. even just them because I mean, if if you have a kid with this person, like I said, you're connected to them for years to come. Mm-hmm. You're not only connected to that person, you're connected to their families. Yeah, bro. And I remember when I was in college and I got cheated on and like I really built 
a connection with this girl's family. Yeah. And to this day, I believe that at least her mom knew that she was cheating on me. And even though I built a relationship with her mother, her mom wasn't going to tell me. Yeah. Because her loyalty didn't lie with me. Her loyalty lied with her daughter. I don't know, man. It's like, that's why you just got to be careful, bro. <laughs> you just got to. Got to be careful, but also to follow your intuition. Things in those situations, sometimes your gut. There's things that lead up to it. That's kind of like, hold on, something ain't right. Something ain't right. So also be be mindful of those things too. But yeah, that's sad, bro. Trust me, I understand. I didn't have the the dynamic of a mother, but I've I've had the dynamic of a friend mm-hmm. who we were mutual friends with. They knew what she was doing and she was doing wrong. They didn't. I mean, it was me, and they didn't tell me. Dang. They knew. But because her loyalty lied with the friend. It didn't it didn't lie with me. So I couldn't be mad at it. But also too, there was some something inside of me that was like, something not right. But when you get in that cookie and that cookie tastes good. And that's the thing though. It's <laughs> like that cookie bro, warm. My friends looking from the outside into my relationship at that time, mm-hmm. they knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. When I told my mother she knew something was wrong. Oh, mama, no. She she was like, she's seeing somebody else. Is she messing with somebody else? And I said, no. I'd asked her, and she would always tell me no. And I, I trusted her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I really trusted her. My friends, from the outside looking in, even Dre, he knew the both of us. But, of course, his, lo- his loyalty lied with me more so than her because he met her through me. So he, he would tell me, like, yo, I think she's playing you. Yeah. I didn't listen. Yeah. I put my trust in her. Yep. My my friends were telling me, my mother was telling me, my gut said that something was wrong, but my other head kept telling me, nah, ain't nothing wrong. It's too good for something to be wrong. Mm-hmm. She putting it on you real well is for something to be wrong. Damn. I was blinded by the cat. Yeah, you was. You can't you can't do that, fellas. You can't and I Trust me, we know. We know that sometimes it's so good that you just be blinded by it. Yeah. But again, there is no kitty on this planet that should distract you enough to make you want to have, like, a kid with her and deal with her BS. Because like you said before, Mike, Mm -hmm. she could have been crazy in that moment, but a different kind of crazy. Yeah. And at that moment, we might have liked that different kind of crazy. Right. But afterwards, we don't want to deal with it. So we have to think about the longevity. We have to think about the long-term effects afterwards. What's going to happen if we were to get her pregnant? Yeah, she's this kind of crazy now, but how crazy is she going to be later on in life if that were going to be the outcome? We don't do that enough. We don't. don't. But... Like I say, how you do anything is how you do everything. So if if you can start to think about that in before that even gets to that point, if you could think about that how to how you do anything is how you do everything in, in every area of your life, then I think it'll help be able to make those decisions. So like yeah. for instance, if you buy something, hey, does this purchase really uh is this purchase really something I need in the long run? Or is it something I just want right now? Like that decision alone can hopefully help you make that decision if you're in that situation later on in life. So it's just like those things, they work together, but we don't think about it like that. So I think if you're willing to just go up in a girl raw, 
There's some other things that you're willing to just do, like just out of uh, emotion or out of, uh, what do they call it, uh, impulse. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that it's just, you got to kind of look at your life too. So, but yeah. Dang. Sorry about that, 2B. That's tough. Hey, it's life. It happens. Um, certain things are avoidable. Certain things, not so much. I mean, you just got to learn lessons the hard way. And again, I mean, it was a situation to where I thought that nothing was wrong, even though other people were telling me stuff was wrong. Like, I should have listened, you know? But it happens. Just try your hardest not to let it happen to you. Don't ignore the signs like I did. Learn from my mistakes. Because with all the signs that I had, all the red flags, (laughs) boy, it were more red flags than a than a pyro parade, bro. This <laughs> like, guy. I'm just saying. Hey man, I, trust me, I know. The red flags were out there, and I just ignored every single one of them like a dummy. It's okay, bro. Never we, again. We've all been there, though. That's the thing. So it's like we just got to learn from it. Teach other people. Hopefully, they can so they can not make the same mistakes. Yeah. So. <sighs> but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we say all of that to say, again. Especially for the fellas, focus on you, focus on your passion, focus on your goals. Put yourself in a, po- uh, in a position to where you're elevated enough to not attract certain women. Put yourself in a position to where the women who you may want the most are going to be able to put eyes on you. They're going to be able to notice you. They're going to be attracted to you in a sense of like, yo, I like his determination. I like his hard work. I like his ambition. A lot of women have told me they like men with ambition, but that's when they see that he's working to get somewhere. That's not necessarily him being where he is or him actually getting to that point of where he wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? Like if I say I want to be a millionaire in the next five years, you know, but I maybe not throw that figure out there like seven figures and say, I just want to get to a certain uh, monetary amount within five years. And I hit that goal. That's going to unlock so many different doors for me that I don't have access to right now, right. especially when it comes to the type of, of woman that I might want or the caliber of woman. Because if, 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 I, if I say type, yeah, that might open me up to some gold diggers and I'm not welcoming that energy into my life. I'm talking about different caliber of women that I'm not used to seeing right now because I'm not in the position that I want to be yet. That talk. Whoever's off limits to me now, I don't want her to be off limits to me in the future. Were you throwing subliminals out? No. <laughs> Bruh. Not at all. <laughs> and if she hears this, she's not even gonna know. She's so, not. Who's gonna know? Hey man. Put it out there. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but if it happens, you can't say I never spoke about it. This is true. This is true. I feel like it's gonna happen now. <laughs> yo, to be honest, if it does if it did happen, yo, I don't even know how I would feel. I'd be like, I'd be shocked. Meant to be, yeah, yeah. So, we'll anyway, see. yeah, that's besides the point. Uh, this has been another great <laughs> episode of the Residual Impact Podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for tapping in. Yes, a lot of what we said today was really off the dome. Uh, facts. <laughs> facts, but sometimes I feel like those be the best episodes because great conversation. Yes, we have a lot of things going on behind the scenes that we're working on changing right now. Um, because we're, we're just, um, moving in a certain direction that we didn't even think about when we first started, but 
you know, as time goes on, we've noticed certain things and we're making certain changes and we hope that you're going to like them. Uh, whenever we do start putting everything into effect, um, we got some really good guests coming up in the next few weeks. Um, some people have actually reached out to me, you know, about wanting to be on the show. Some people who I mess with heavy and, um, you know, I'm definitely going to get them involved. I told them like, you know, I'd get them on here when we start recording again in April because <laughs> we hadn't recorded in like a month. So yeah. Anything else you got to say for the people, brother? Uh, you know, actually, no. Uh, just hopefully y'all adhere to the advice. That's it. I pray. Sometimes that's all that needs to be said. So yeah. with that being said, you know, we cannot leave without saying. Where you are today. Is a residual outcome. Of the thoughts you had in the past. Straight like that. Yes, sir. Till next time. Love y'all. Peace. <laughs>